St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. Christ according to John. Glory is to you, Lord Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to Him and cried out, This was He of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because He was before me. From His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. Generous God, may the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing to you, our Creator, our Redeemer, and our Inspirer. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When the first Star Wars trilogy came out, it was an almost immediate sensation. The special effects and cinematography in episode four alone were groundbreaking. And while a bit male-centric, it provided an inspiring story of epic heroism, replete with archetypes of good and evil. The movie inspired the audience into a 
thinking of the world from a vibrant spiritual perspective. Felt like a fresh new narrative on life and the universe, a place where a well-honed spiritual practice undertaken in discipleship could bring peace and justice to the galaxy. But before we met the royal daughter or the adopted son, before we learned about the renegade who made good, before the disappointed mentor opened himself to trust once again, we were given that epic opening line, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's an opening that puts it all in perspective. With the vast expanse of interstellar space in the background, the cosmos sets the stage for a symphonic opus that rings out trumpets and a full orchestra preparing the hearer for a narrative that is beyond this world, beyond anything we might be able to imagine or fully comprehend on our own. This is the kind of narrative scale called forth in our gospel's opening sequence today. This is the framing that keeps it all in proper perspective. In the beginning, this new episode of the salvation story harkens back to the start of the very first episode, the very first words of Genesis itself, the first book of the Bible. In the King James, we hear, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the waters, the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved over the face of the waters. While Matthew and Luke might have a more pastoral or familial perspective on the arrival of the Messiah, something akin to Richard Norris Brooks' 1881 depiction of a pastoral visit, John's Gospel gives us something closer to Van Gogh's Starry Night, with a cosmic perspective that makes it clear that this story goes all the way back. When Isaiah talks of the vindication of Zion coming like the dawn, starry night, the starry night sets the stage. Christ was there at the beginning of it all. In the beginning was the logos. In Greek, logos means much more than just an English word. It means the word, capital T, capital W. The word, my brothers and sisters and siblings, and the word became flesh and lived among us. A few examples might illustrate the idea. What if we read, in the beginning was the story, and the story was with God, and the story was God, and the story became flesh and lived among us. In Aristotelian terms, we might hear, in the beginning was the reasoned discourse, and the reasoned discourse was with God, and the reasoned discourse was God, and the reasoned discourse became flesh and lived among us. In Stoic terms, we might hear, in the beginning was the operating principle, and the operating principle was with God, and the operating principle was God. And the operating principle became flesh and lived among us. In the armed services, we might hear, in the beginning was the plan, and the plan was with God, and the plan was God. And the plan became flesh and lived among us. I could go on. Scholars have also connected Logos to Sophia in the Septuagint, wisdom in the Hebrew Bible, wisdom being a feminine verb. Proverbs 8 describes wisdom's role in creation. The Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of long ago. Ages ago, I was set up at the first 
before the beginning of the earth. If we consider that the Christ child, the Holy Family, we celebrated on Christmas is the embodiment of wisdom also. God's wisdom incarnate, we start to get a different perspective on the entire incarnation story. If the cosmic Christ is the organizing principle for the rest of God's good creation, then the firstborn child of God, the creator, by necessity embodies both feminine and masculine aspects. Julian of Norwich talked of Christ our mother. Christ has the redeeming power to adopt us all into our in all our gendered identification, into that good work of God's creation as God's fellow children, inheritors of grace and truth. As Galatians reminded us, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order that we, in order to redeem those who are under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you're no longer a slave, but a child, and if a child, then an heir through God. We have the spirit of eternal wisdom, the spirit of God's story beating in our hearts as we cry out, Daddy, Mommy, I know it doesn't have to be like this. And part of God's response is to remind us that there is a wisdom and a plan that was and is and is yet to come. Like the best Jedi training center we can imagine, we are adopted into God's wisdom and God's plan as disciples in mind, body, and spirit. In the beginning was the wisdom, and the wisdom was with God, and the wisdom was God. And the wisdom became flesh and lived among us. Good Christian friends, rejoice with heart and soul and voice now ye need not fear the grave. Jesus Christ was born to save. Amen.